friends of Richard, all here today, grace, mercy, and peace to you, be to to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As some of you may know, my family enjoys caring for some uh, sheep in our backyard, and there is this one sheep that is a little bit different than the others. She likes to um, often go off on her own. She kind of likes to sit there and just look at the chickens uh, by herself. And it's kind of funny because she is happy. She's content, right? Just kind of being on her own and sometimes with the flock, sometimes hanging out with the other sheep too, but not bleeding a lot like the other ones do. Just kind of happy no matter what's going on. And you can tell it's not a stupid sheep or a lonely sheep. Just thoughtful and content. And I know it's weird maybe to compare people to sheep except for the fact that Jesus does it. So I feel like I'm in pretty good company here. And maybe you can tell where this is going. That if you knew Richard, I think in some ways he's kind of like that sheep. That, yes, he enjoys being around family and friends, but he was also often by himself. And when he was by himself or if he was with family and friends, he was content, happy. No matter what was going on around him, no matter what he was doing, the thing that has come up over and over again as I've talked to the family and talked to the friends and as I myself knew Richard very well, he was a simple man. Yes, he kept many things to himself, but he was content in basically any circumstance. He never complained. He never grumbled. He was always happy, always content. Paul says in his epistle to the Philippians, that he had learned to be content in every circumstance because he knew Christ. That contentment, that simplicity that Richard had about him, that was a good Christian virtue, and it will follow him in heaven. But I should mention this too, that even though Richard was a simple man, that didn't mean that he wasn't talented or thoughtful. In fact, he was both of those things. He was loved by many for so many things. One, for his faithfulness, working at Sherwin-Williams for over 30 years, and his uncanny ability to mix paint. Someone even brought them the, him their dog one time to match the color of the dog's fur. And guess what? He could do it. In these last days, because Richard was so simple and humble, I have found out many things, even though I knew him well, that I did not know about him before. He played the guitar and the mandolin. You can see them back there. He was talented in so many ways. I think maybe most of all, he will be missed here at this church, especially during the potlucks. 
because he was a fabulous, amazing cook. He will be missed for his contributions, especially of the chocolate cake variety. But like any sheep, no matter how simple or no matter how interesting, whether you know about what's going on inside or not, and Richard would tell you this himself, all sheep are prone to wander. And all sheep, biblically speaking, could be lost. The reason that we are here today is because Richard inherited the sin of Adam. And because of that, as you heard in the epistle, his outward man wasted away. Richard would tell you this himself. Like any sheep, he was a sinner. And the wages of sin is death, and me and you and all of us here, we all also inherited Adam's sin. And we have all ourselves sinned again and again since then. None of us can avoid the effects of sin. Richard knew this. He didn't talk about it much, but he had a very hard life growing up, a life surrounded by all kinds of sin. And he knew it well. Every week he came here and he confessed, I, a poor, miserable sinner, need the mercy of Christ. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. And we will all have our own casket one day. The good news is this. Richard had a shepherd who wanted to find him. The gospel said, What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? And as we said in Psalm 23, the Lord is our shepherd. The Lord is Richard's shepherd. He has always been and he is still now Richard's shepherd. And he went out and he found that sheep that was standing by himself somewhere in Hernando and he brought him home. Through the witness of some faithful neighbors, Thank you, Tina and Rose. Jesus found Richard. Jesus found Richard and he put him on his shoulders just like the man did in the parable. And he brought him here to beautiful Savior. And here Richard received the gifts of God's word preached week in and week out. He received the gifts of Jesus' body and Jesus' blood in the Lord's Supper. And he had, as Psalm 23 said, the cup of mercy overflowing. His shepherd led him along the still waters of his baptism, which covered all his sin. And he received the gift of fellowship here. The fellowship of the saints that encouraged one another in righteousness. He was a great encouragement to the people here. And people were a great encouragement to him. When he started coming here, he thought, I should wear a suit to church. So he went to Goodwill and he bought a suit. And Miss Rose there hemmed up his slacks for him. And 
The McGee's back there bought him a Bible because he wanted to bring a Bible to church every week. And it was amazing what happened when that sheep came home to his flock. Jesus was happy to bring home Richard. It didn't matter that there were already other sheep here. He went and found that one. He had a shepherd. And Richard knows that better than ever now. For Richard is in paradise with his shepherd. It is certainly true that Richard lived a simple and content life while here on earth. But I guarantee you that Richard is even more content if such a thing were possible. In fact, more than content now. Because he is in the place where joy is overflowing because sinners on earth are repenting. He is in the place where he is clothed in white robes, even whiter than any paint he ever mixed at Sherwin-Williams, even whiter than the funeral pall that covers his casket. And he is singing even better music if it were possible than he played on the guitar and the mandolin. He is singing glory and honor and praise and thanksgiving to the Lamb who sits on the throne. And he is dining at the eternal wedding feast. Believe it or not, even more sumptuous, even more glorious of a potluck than his chocolate cake could provide. And so, dear loved ones of Richard, do not grieve as those who have no hope. Hope in the Lamb who shed his blood for Richard and also for you, who is also, while the lamb, also the shepherd. Jesus Christ. I think if Richard would leave one message for you today, it would be Richard-like in that it would be very simple, but very clear and very good. Repent. Repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. Let Jesus bring you home. Back to the flock of Christ. For the good news is that Jesus has made what is our certain death because of the wages of sin. He has made that death something better. A portal to eternal life a portal to the wedding feast of the Lamb. He has made a day that should be sad, a day of grieving, also a day of rejoicing in heaven with the angels and all the saints. And so let us join with the joy that Richard rejoices with today. For the Lord has brought home his lost sheep. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We stand for prayer.